Hello and welcome once again to the M4 Project. We watch films the wider public missed and tell you if they're worth watching. Ghoulies isn't. Ghoulies isn't. God, anyway, tell. onto a film potentially worth watching. We'll tell you at the end. Invasion USA. What's your icebreaker this week, Morgan? If you had to choose either Chuck Norris or Steven Seagal to fight As a new dad? Shang Tsung <laughs> for your soul in Mortal Kombat. Oh, you can- I mean, I think it's got to be Chuck Norris. It's Chuck. I think it's got to be Chuck I'm Norris. I'm so glad you guys said that. We can I, be friends. <laughs> My reasoning because yeah, is because yeah. like Mortal Kombat is obviously make-believe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as we know, Chuck Norris has also a lot of make-believe stories behind him about being able to do push-ups and pushing the earth uh, away from him. Yeah. So it's not necessarily our Chuck Norris, but the Chuck Norris of fiction. fiction exactly. So I feel uh, like he Chuck would be of the imagination. ridiculously powerful, whereas Steven Seagal is just old, balding, and knows judo. But, yeah. <laughs> and he can also do a cool knife. <laughs> yeah, true. That is true. But Chuck Norris would find a way to break his neck. I, yeah, I, I agree. I, Steven is cool and collected, but so is Chuck. Uh, Steven has let himself go for a little bit too long. <laughs> he does have a weight advantage on Sangjun. That's true. Um, Shanksun. Yeah, against the sorcerer, though, he might have that greasy effect yeah. that he'll be able to just, like, slide a hand his way out of it. But Chuck has a hard fucking mullet. That's mm-hmm. true. And his beard's not bad. Nah. Yeah. He it's, will just... He's, he's gruff. Rock hard abs him to death. The total <laughs> gym has got him the winner of that tournament. <laughs> I forgot Total Gym ads. I've been using this product for 15 years. <laughs> Invasion USA. Invasion Oof. USA. Your pick. Morgan. Yes, it was. Give us the back of the tin, boy. Uh, 1985 it was made. Uh, retired CIA agent Matt Hunter, Chuck Norris, is forced back into the business uh, when a villain from his past re-emerges. The villain is Soviet Mikhail Rostov. Rostov. Uh, a terrorist who Matt once caught wants to exact revenge. After failing to find Matt in his Everglades home, Rustov and his army of communist guerrillas <laughs> began carrying out terrorist acts all over southern Florida. Millions of innocent lives are at risk, and it's up to Matt, the National Guard, and the FBI to save them. So the film starts off with a, a bunch of Cuban refugees on a boat being slaughtered by a ship pretending to be the American Coast Guard. This is being commanded by, we then find out, um, Cal Rustov. Uh, on board the refugee ship is a load of drugs, which in turn they swap for weapons with dealers in America. Uh, Rustov is tormented by dreams of the man who once caught him, which is Matt Hunter. Uh, so he pays a visit to, to him, destroys his home, killing his friend, which brings a vengeful Matt back into the fray to finish something that he started a long time ago. And that is to kill yeah. Rustov. You should have let me kill him when I had the chance. Yeah, that is pretty much the back of the box. Yep. Uh, these guys are basically causing havoc, trying to bring him... No, they think they've killed him to start off with, but then yep. they start to cause havoc to bring him out. Well, yeah, the, the their main goal is to basically... It actually makes a lot more sense than what happened in, say, uh, Red Dawn, where yes. the plane was the Nicaraguans. Yep invade the US and with the aid of some nuclear uh, warheads take over the country doesn't make a lot of sense uh, given the size of the US forces in this one it's more of a uh, like uh, guerrilla it's guerrilla guerrilla skirmishes but they're they're not directly trying to attack America what they're doing is trying to build uh, uh, basically infighting in a civil war that's Mm. why they're constantly dressed as police attacking especially minorities and civilians and that kind of thing yep and just trying to build civil unrest and make 
the general public try and fight the government themselves and and then they can come in and do little like, bits and take a bit of territory yeah. and a bit of territory I, I think i think the synopsis they give you on like imdb is like chuck norris fights a, a spy trying to fight the u.s or something yeah. one man army comes to the rescue of the united states when a spy attempts an invasion yeah and when you read that you think what Bullshit. the fuck what does yeah. that mean how can a spy invade like inv-? but they actually do a pretty good job of making it not realistic exactly but eh, believable for the it's possible believably see. plausible yeah. believable for the movie and you got to remember this is also set before the time of drones yeah um yep. this is set mid 80s mm. um so you know we've got bombs and all those sort of mm. things but the troops are still on the ground boots yep. are still on the ground in this sort of sort of thing yep. again not realistic mm. but uh movie probable yeah. yeah yeah i was more than happy to believe what was going on to some degree is there anything more we want to say before the back of the box? We're moving on to some characters, actors, Let's and their performances. To... All right, the Chuck, the man, the myth, the mullet. I mean, it's it's Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris does what Chuck Norris does. He's uh, he's got a powerful front kick, very a solid, a solid mullet, and a roundhouse kick that and can break the. He's actually and... legit as well. He like he's a legit fighter. Yeah, there's, there's... he's actually like proper fought, not just mm. screen yeah. fought like your Van Damme and the other people. Like, like there is, there's one scene where uh, it's a very muscular man comes up to like intimidating muscle him and he just gives him a front kick and you can tell by how much force he puts into that guy that he's actually really good yeah. at kicking. Like he's got well, a very kickball. solid yeah. Yeah. bit of power behind him. I was like, yeah. He Pretty really sure he's like a, a whatever belt in ju- uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Some, and uh, in, he's a kickboxer as, kick well, as well. Yeah, Whilst deployed in Korea with the US Air Force, Chuck was introduced to Tung Soo Do, a martial art that he later earned a black belt in. He holds a number of other black belts in other forms, including Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and Judo, and has even established his own martial art form, Chun Kuk Do. I believe I pronounced most of that correctly. Um, his name actually is Carlos Ray Norris. Just say his name. I did not know that until I watched this, and then oh, I much like, prefer Chuck Norris. Yeah, Chuck. Chuck. But uh, Carlos Ray Norris. Yeah, that doesn't have the same. Reason. Doesn't have the same. Watch the kick-assing film Invasion USA, starring Carlos R. Norris. No, but I just think about how how we used to do um, yeah. El- Luis oh, Arriba yeah. and and that kind of stuff. It's Carlos Norris. Carlos Norris. Carlos Norris is also kind of hard to say in a bit of a tongue twister. Carlos Norris. Carlos Norris. So Chuck plays the tough guy Matt Hunter in this film. He actually does it. Fucking good job. Mm. Um, I suggested this movie as a bit of a laugh, and I was actually quite pleased with I, Chuck's performance. Yeah, he was actually pretty good. I was like, he didn't have a lot of dialogue. No, it was. It, it's obviously solo yeah. angry man not even angry just yeah you know well, just, just a lone wolf kind of character yeah. yeah so he doesn't say a whole lone lot of dialogue but what he does he's pretty yeah. good it does, b- delivered quite well yeah. and it has a lot of punch look look the ginger has a lot of punch look look has a lot of punch Doherty isn't a great actor but he isn't a shit one either yeah. um, you know he, he did a lot of seasons of like your Texas Walker's Rangers uh, uh, Walker Texas Rangers Walker Texas Rangers sorry um, <laughs> he delivers deft one liners with, with the best of them oh yeah you know there's a scene there with a suitcase bomb that won't detonate uh, for the bad guys because Matt has cut the line up yeah. uh, he just walks over to the edge and says won't work huh then he throws it at them <laughs> sparks the wires together and went shit now <laughs> blows up yeah and then there's the other one with the sticky bomb on the side of the school bus. Um, you know, he, he, he removes it off. It's got a timer on it. He just drives calmly up to the car that had put it there, pulls up alongside them, set quips to them, you know, you lose this, and sticks to their hood <laughs> and drives off. Car blows up. Brilliant. Yeah, he looks comfortable with guns yeah. as well. Yeah, quite good. I do want to bring up a little side thing here. Why do people 
put timers on bombs. Like oh, okay. And why that, do yeah. they make them beep? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, I can answer Warning them. beeps. No. <laughs> this did so annoy me multiple so times. So the good guy can find them. Ah, true. No. Uh... And now for Matt's film wankery, where he tries to use big words to explain away the stupid parts of cinematic storytelling. But is swiftly ignored. Well, most often than not, it's actually non-diegetic, so it's a noise that only the audience in our omnipotence can hear. Yeah. So it's it like so, so the good guy can yeah, find them. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Also, the, the timer, so you can see how and much it longer it's flashes in the dark. If you're in a dark room, you can see where it is. Yeah, true. Build suspense and stuff. That did annoy me throughout this film. They would mix up what type of bomb they're using. And it would be basically so it would be the most inconvenient for them. Like, they have yeah. a briefcase bomb. Like, cool. Probably a timer. Probably a remote, which <laughs> they've used before. Nope. He opens the briefcase, starts unspooling wire. <laughs> it's like, do you... What? And then, oh, he's so, going to blow up a mine from the, the Westerns. Yeah, so, That's what he's going to do. Yeah. And then later on, Plunger it's like, bomb. cool. All right. We're going to blow up this school bus. Right. What are we going to... Well, make the sure cable we're... wouldn't have worked no, yeah, that. It's like, okay. But they're like... Stick a thing. It's like... Spool. They're like, we, yeah, we just... Long spool. We, we gotta be, <laughs> we're going to be far enough away from this thing. Just sort of jet skiing. While it's just skiing behind it. No, Ahmed. No. Uh, but they're like, okay. We have to be far enough away. That's why there's a timer. You used earlier uh, a, remote, a, button. a button one. Why not use that in the school bus? And then later on, they're like, cool. We're going to use our button system, which is... Really inconvenient at the moment, where probably a timer would have to would do better. And then it, it, every time they had a bomb, they just you'd see me pointless, <sighs> stupid. I don't know, just something that I thought was very interesting. Like there's yeah. a, it's walking through a shopping center with yeah. a bomb, obviously Beep. in a in a in a in a, in a present, loud beeping all the way through. Okay, yeah. with that with that scene as well. Why make it beep? It's non-diegetic, so the guy can find them. Non-diegetic, <laughs> uh, and the other thing with that scene is he drops the th- uh, drops his. Package. Excuse and me. Walking away. A guy Excuse starts me? following us. You, you left your package, so you left. At what point do you drop a package? Like someone, someone's left the package. You go, oh, sorry. Uh, trying to be, trying to help them out. It's like here's your package. If they start running, you don't run after them. You go, what the fuck is in this bag? You put it down and you walk a fucking way. I also would go possibly the bad guy. Oh, thank you. Sorry about that. Pick it up and then drop it somewhere else. Oh. Because yeah. obviously held on to that bomb for yeah. chased him for a good two yeah. minutes. He's chasing him, and then security starts chasing the same guy. <laughs> at that point, they're still you, at the bomb. Yeah, surely <laughs> you're looking around, going, "This is a bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> Why he really doesn't want his Christmas present back? That's beeping loudly. Yeah. He can't hear it. It's <laughs> non-diegetic. <laughs> Who makes a beeping well, bomb? Been better Who does that? As he was running, <laughs> the cord was spooling. <laughs> <laughs> The guy just goes, swing! <laughs> just falls backwards. Uh, anyway, nice. any more to say on Carlos Ray Norris? Oh, that's right. We're <laughs> Carlos <laughs> Um, Nah, man, he's he's a star. Yeah, he is. Moving on, Richard Lynch as Mikhail Rostov, the man with the face of a Burns victim, which he actually does have. He oh. got burnt. He, he, um, he was an addict when he was younger, and he set himself on a fire. On fire. Okay, I was going to make a joke that he looked like a uh, slightly crispy version of Nick Nolte. But now I won't. He say does that. because that's what he did to it. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, drugs are bad kids. One more question I want to ask about uh, Chuck Norris. I was going to research this, but I'm lazy uh, as fuck. I think you should use his proper name, Carlos. Carlos, Carlos. Norris. Sorry, sorry, Carlos. <laughs> if you're listening, 
Um, does he do much of his own stunt work? Yes. Yeah, he Lots did almost of all of it in this. That's very more impressive. More than Tom Cruise. Yeah. That's actually and very that's impressive. Yeah, because like, some of the stunts in this movie are yeah, great. He's holding on to the side of a 4x4 as it drives through more kiosks. And yeah. Shrapnels hitting him in the face. That's that, Chuck Norris. That was a notable one that I saw because they smashed through the doors at the front of this mall after this, this chase scene. And there's just a dude hanging on to the side. Admittedly, can... though, like his hard mullet is like a helmet. Yeah. True. Like, it's true. It's thick. It's thick. And he, he holds onto it and just flies off the side of his car as it smashes through these glass doors and like, yeah. that's solid stunt work and if that's if that's Carlos then it is, it is. and he gets to show off a lot of his like, a lot of his moves because he's actually a legit martial artist yeah. so oh, which man he was drops. in a couple of Bruce Lee films I yeah he was early, only, uh, early, earlier yeah. on ones yeah or was Bruce Lee in some of Carlos's movies no it was the other way around it was Bruce Lee in oh. no no what I think Mark was getting at is that like, Carlos is a bigger person yeah. no <laughs> no <laughs> it's non-diegetic Mike <laughs> Anyway, Richard Rostov. That's Rostov. Played the villain. Uh, he played it well. Yeah. Um, he, he was very brutal. His mm. character did annoy me a little. He, um, I was unsure of his agenda to start off with. Yeah. Um, it took a while for it to sort of yeah. come, come be revealed. And, Could have done it a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, mm. But that's not his fault, I suppose. You know, he put the plans into invading Florida across yeah. quite well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he definitely came across as a strong leader. Uh, very, very brutal. But I also liked how well he sort of portrayed this character this trait of being afraid of this Matt Hunter creature in his yeah. mind. Like but that, the, these nightmares that he has. and That that was great, yeah. but it also worked against the main story for what he was trying to do. He put so much time and effort into invading Florida, but then he sort of went sidetracked trying yeah. to pursue this guy. To jeopardise like, it. He jeopardised it. It was going well. Mm. It was going, it was it was going, going quite well. well. But I think as well, that, that could just sort of... You could sit there and say that's just how manically obsessed, so yeah. like a Batman versus Joker kind of thing, just obsessed with this this idea of this target. As eighties action villains go, he was definitely up there for me. Um, Rostov, Rostov, good name, Mikhail Rostov. Some of the eighties action villains are are the best as well. So to be up there, you've done a pretty good job mm. in my book. Mm. Uh, he was definitely, you know. Some of the best in the business. He had a certain sort of style. There's the scene where there's a hooker slash bodyguard snorting some lines of cocaine through a yeah, straw. I think she was just a coke tester. And I'm pretty sure Christopher Nolan got some inspiration for Heath Ledger's yeah. um, Joker in that because this guy fucking slams this chick's head down oh, yeah. that, like, a la the pencil scene yeah. out yeah. of uh, her, Dark Knight. Her, uh, metallic uh, coke straw goes up her nose quite bloodily mm. and bloodies all the blood 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 how utterly descriptive i am truly a wordsmith yeah he and slams he takes her head down and then he it. takes a yeah. gun off a guy and shoots him in the dick a couple yeah. times yeah, yeah. i was gonna but, mention that later but There's actually some, uh, later on good he, dick shooting because uh, when i said that, i was like damn that's that's a dick shooting but later on, I think he shoots him in like the gut, and I'm like, "That's a really rotten way to get some like to, to off someone." To he does that again, yeah. He, he's, like, he's constantly that's, that's pretty messed up. Chuck yeah. Norris actually does a dick shoot as well later, later on in the I film. That part. Yeah, he, well, he with, shoots someone in the dark as well. Right, positive. In this scene, why did he throw the woman through the window? Just because he could, I actually because he yeah. wanted to. Because he wanted to see. Yeah, uh, I think fair enough. Potentially because he because he could. Plus, he wanted the cops coming to that location potentially to pick all those people up and tie up loose ends for him I mean I feel like he was good at that he, like, he tells the spot he was good at tying up those loose ends yeah, yeah. starting I mean, something yeah but then shoes yeah, with, he never tripped over his shoelaces I mean he could have just tied those ends he could have just shot her but he like threw her through a window yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it's his it's his murder. You can do it again. <laughs> I suppose. I'm not going to tell you how to kill. Right. <laughs> Melissa There's... Prophet? Oh, are we going on with uh, Rostov? You know, no, no, no. It's, uh, move on to her. Uh, 
She's uh, like the last of them because she doesn't really have much. Yeah, Maguire. She's a reporter. That's about, yeah. that's about it. Uh, <laughs> she, really, she takes photos. And she, she takes photos and is conveniently at a few locations. She's a plot point mover. Yeah, she, she moves yeah. plot points a bit. Uh, and uh, was originally the character the director wanted was Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. Wow. I almost spat my beer out. <laughs> yeah. Would got, not have been as good. Yeah, and told, told yeah. Um, I, I will say, especially for some of the characters in this, uh, there was originally a lot more character development and character interaction. That got left on the cutting room floor. They went, I think we've got a pretty cool action thing here if we just get this action pace going. Yeah, didn't need it. And they basically decided instead of having a a story-focused film, they just went, let's just have a film that is one action scene after another. It's just action to action to action. And And, I generally don't like that, but it also didn't... It it was that, but it didn't Mm. feel like that at the same time. Um, I had enough sort of little bit in between just to to break up the monotony. It wasn't Transformers. But that's that's probably as well why she was like literally... Oh, I'm here. Oh, yeah, I was for we, sure. We have a vague interaction. It's like, they're going to kiss? No, they don't. Anyway, moving on yeah. to the next This character. was 80s yeah. action, oh. but it wasn't Mopple Bay. No. It feels like... She, I, I thought for sure she was going to be a love interest. I thought for sure they yeah. were going to like get together at some point. But then they didn't, and it was just sort of... She was just there in scenes. Which I really approve of. I'm much more a fan of that. Yeah. We don't have to have a love story in this thing. This is about explosions and cool stunts. Yeah, and fair enough. We, you happen to be in the same place as me. We start to recognize each other a bit, give them a yeah. away. That's about it. Oh, that's another big another big uh, star of this movie is uh, bazookas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and rocket launchers. Lots yeah. and lots of and bazookas. Grenades. And, and grenades. Just all sorts of over-the-shoulder explosive things. Yeah. it's Even one of them that magically reloads itself without doing anything. Yeah. it's just... <laughs> I, I think there's multiple times where a, a tube is used like four times in a row yeah. and an underslung uh, grenade launcher is used like five times in a row. It says thunk, 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 thunk. I'm like, like, that's not <laughs> how that works, but... <laughs> okay! <laughs> there's big explosions. I'm but okay then again, how, how often in... in all freaking movies do guns magically have a lot more bullets than they should. True. Revolvers true. with twelve rounds and yeah, yeah, yeah nine exactly millimeters right. with the longest clip in history. In the world. Magazine. Yeah, shut yeah. up. <laughs> uh, but uh, so it could be that. But there's also times where it's like thump and it cuts away, and I'll, I'll lie to myself and go, no, no. In that brief cutaway to show the explosion, they reloaded. I, I was giving myself that until there was the one shot in the back of the like the back of the the truck yeah. the pickup truck or the Ute. Yeah, and he's got the bazooka blowing up just people's houses. Yeah, and he very clearly shoots one, and then and in then the same swing. take swings and shoots again, and then yeah. swing. I'm like ah, oh, you broke it for me. I tried to give you all the credit in the world, anyway. and you broke it for me. As far as looks and tone go, it's eighties action chic. Yeah. Are we finished mm. with the characters though? Oh, the armadillo was adorable. The armadillo? The armadillo. I will Except watch. they have fucking leprosy. They can. Ew. They can get leprosy. Uh, this one didn't look very leprosy. Necrotic. It doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them. doesn't affect them. No, They're no, carriers. No. They're carriers. Yeah. And can oh. pass it to humans. Uh, oh, no, it's but I will say, I will watch footage of a baby armadillo falling down steps for hours. Any, uh, knocking over milk? Oh, it was cute. Oh, it, it was a cute armadillo. Mm. Adorable. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, it's looks and tone. Uh, 80s action is chic. It's all that's good with the 80s action and not much of the bad, really. Some 80s action is somewhat B-grade, and that is definitely this in, in a lot of it. Um, but a lot of it was a bit better than your ace typical B-grade yeah. action. Uh, take yourself back to the time it was made. It's mm-hmm. actually quite decent. Even mm-hmm. It's actually quite decent now, but... For the time, definitely. Yeah, it, it was pretty well executed. There's a few little things in it that'll irk you if no, you're definitely. looking for details. Like uh, near the start, 
they blow up Carlos's house or Matt Hunter's house rather, and he ride he survives somehow. I do like the fact they covered up the fact he wouldn't be able to hear their airboats coming because he's cutting wood with a chainsaw. Oh, it's like that's a good little detail. I like your little detail. Thank you for that. They blow up his house and then he gets into his airboat, having survived, and goes into town. At which point you see him coming down the river, smoke just very quite not too billowing. far away, billowing. And he pulls up to town and no one's panicking because surely they would have seen the smoke and heard the massive explosions and gunfire. Um, it's USA. USA. Yeah, true. Happens all I the suppose time. like 4th of July already. I don't know if I was a Jenna game. That was a terrible. I'll edit it and do it better later. It's okay. Yeah, but yeah, it was well executed. Yeah, uh, the looks were generally well chosen and well directed. Carlos Norris looks the 80s hero. Mm. Richard Lynch looks the 80s villain. Any more to say on the looks of it? We're all happy with how how the looks went. Um, There's a few little things with the choreography and some of the fight scenes, like Chuck Norris is the master of the white guy. Carlos Norris. Sorry, Carlos is the master of the white guy shuffle as a bullet dodge. Like at the, He jumps out of his car at the mall, standing next to his car, Six people aiming at him, and all he's doing is sort of stepping, sidestepping, very shuffle. Oh, he's got those action jeans on. Yeah, and and he's shooting With the elastic and the crutch, so he can kick and move. Manages not to get shot. Uh, I did like the fact that there was, uh, in a scene with a bartender, there's topless uh, bar lady sitting on the bar, but I don't know if you noticed in the background, the bartender's wiping down the bar, and because the lady's on the bar, he starts wiping her down, goes over her shoulders. Sorry, was was this a scene with Carlos in it? No. I was going to say, because if it was all eyes, would have been on Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he's, <laughs> he continues on. I, I just thought it was great because she's like, he just keeps going and just goes across <laughs> across the lane. I thought that was great. Uh, do, 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 why do bombs always beep or is it non-diagetic? It's non-diagetic. No, it's why do they beep? Why do they beep? Oh, uh, I will say for looks and tone, there's a thing that I pay a lot of attention to, which is your um, carrots and peas which is your background noise and how yeah, what yeah, sound yeah. people make. The one used in early cinema is carrots and peas, carrots and peas, or uh, cabbages, cabbages, cabbages. I'm pretty sure at 57 minutes and 24 seconds, the TVs in the uh, in the shopping mall, the glass gets broken, shot, and then you can hear the TVs. I'm pretty sure the TVs say, blanket, blanket, penis hands. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I will play this to you and you'll, you'll hear it. No, I'm serious about that. I'm going to play it for you twice. Once from the original audio, once with some isolation on the vocals. Blanket, blanket, penis hands. Sure, it could just be because it's vague enough that you can insert anything over that, but seriously. Other than that for looks and tone, yeah, well yeah. executed. Tone I liked, um, except for the explanation of the end game. It was never quite revealed. Um, if you invaded Florida, the USA mm-hmm. aren't just going to give it up. No, it's not just Florida, though. I've got a feeling they just invaded Florida to no. start off with. No, no, uh, when they do that beach run... And they're running up to all the trucks. You hear them going, "All right, you go to New York. You go to New York." It's like, Vegas," and all these different accents saying where they're going. Ah. So it's not just Florida. That's their their tipping off point to get there because yeah, they're coming okay. from Cuba, and then they're spreading across the country. Okay. And at a few points throughout the movie, it's like this isn't just happening here; it's happening everywhere. I must have mm. missed that. Too busy looking at mullet. <laughs> it's mixed well with light comedy and the cheesy lines yeah. uh, very good gun scenes with both terrorists and the protagonists all the way through this movie the tone never mm. really got boring for me no, no, um, there was enough story slash action slash dialogue throughout not to get you bogged down 
Mm. Here's one action right. scene with enough information to set up the next the action, action scene. Going into a thing in Chuck Norris film, it's just going to be nothing but wall to wall action. It's going to kind of grind on me. But it was well paced enough that it didn't yeah. get yeah. too much. Um, I, I watched to pick this because I, I knew I wanted to pick a Chuck Norris. Chuck- I knew I wanted to pick a Carlos Norris film. There we go. Thank you. And I watched a number of Norris films to pick this one uh, i don't hate him in general i just wanted to pick a good one so i watched this lone wolf mcquade uh delta force is delta quite force good is pretty good um yeah. but i felt people would have seen it a bit yeah. more so i went for something like this instead it was well balanced there was a range of things that they did for destruction it wasn't just the same thing they mm. used the variety mm. of detonators they used a variety of shoulder propelled explosives they yeah. used a variety of grenades that was all good awesome use of grenades actually yeah awesome use of <laughs> grenades. um <laughs> and they used cars as weapons which terrorists have only just figured out now they were well <laughs> and it's working well for them well that yeah. said I, I was pretty impressed with how quickly uh the local governments broke out the chech hedgehogs which are those uh cross beam structures things. to stop yeah. tanks they're into tank things it's like wow you just had those in storage apparently cool I was thinking they all, they deployed the tank units awful quickly. Yeah. <laughs> like this is happening for a couple of days, and suddenly there is multiple tanks available in this area. Well, National Guard don't usually have to use them, so they're like fuck oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, Any more to say on Lux and Tone? No, I think no. we covered it. Overall, what do you guys think? I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a fun little action romp. I was better than I was expecting. Yeah, quite surprised actually. I was expecting because I. Did what I don't normally do. I saw the overall rating that was given online. I was like, it feels like that's what you'd give a Chuck Norris film. But then it was actually a lot better than that. I was quite surprised that I was entertained from start to finish. Admittedly, so. you had been foreplayed with True. ghoulies. True. True. But having said that, on IMDb... with ghoulies. Oh. <laughs> just, think... just chewing, chewing the ball. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Imagine one of those just nibbling your nuts. <laughs> I think I think I'm looking at this now, and I know I'm chewing on your testicles. I look like one covered in lube. Um, I I know we should never go off IMDb ratings, but never. But Ghoulies has a four, and this has a five point four. Yeah, and this is about an eight oh, man. compared to that. Oh, yeah. Decades above, just oh, oh, shits really. all over it. At least a good seven. Yeah, it's at least oh, a seven. I don't know why this isn't a seven. Like even if you're a, a, a movie snob. You can at least appreciate that this is a pretty decent film. Yeah. Chuck Norris with dual-wielding micro-Uzis. Yeah, the Uzi use was quite good. Yeah, mm. he, yeah, the, the, yeah, I forgot to mention that. The Uzi Yeah, that's, his, that's yeah. this character's weapon of choice where, like, often a Steven Seagal will have a knife. Matt Hunter is a dual micro-Uzi user. And it's just like, it's just a... He just pulls the trigger and just lets the recoil spray up for a second. He's yeah. like... They're dead. Yeah. But he gives them both... The majority of the time he's giving both... It's some, one person both guns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've got 40 bullets in you, mate. I, I liked one scene where he walks up to a dude that he just shot a bit and said, where is... I can't remember. Rostov? Rostov. And he goes, I don't know, man. Just offs him. Walks up to the next guy, points out, where is he? It's like, oh, shit, he's not fucking around. Yeah. Uh, um, it, this movie had a little bit of everything it did have like I said before um, basically both the protagonist and, and antagonist of the film firing down people's pants at their junk um, mm. that I appreciated it was a fucking shit way to die um, I was impressed by most of this movie and I just really fucking liked it yeah oh um, there is one that I want one part that I want to bring up in one part in one scene 
this is when everything's getting locked down by the National Guard. Yeah. Uh, and so there's like a food crisis, I guess, going yeah, on. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. trying to get all this food from this general store. And, and the uh, general store is trying to tell them. Yeah. Look, trying to say, the look, deliveries can, aren't coming. Yeah. Man. We can only give you, we have to ration out what we do have. Chuck Norris, uh, the, the bad guy, the, the Cuban guys in, at this point, military fatigues rock up and are obviously about to unload on these group of civilians. Chuck Norris screams up in a car, jumps out, oozes down a few of them. From the perspective of the people that are there, from the general public, that know that they're being attacked by terrorists. They should have attacked Chuck Norris. Yes. And they turn around and they see that this person starting shooting military people in fatigues, the, the, the shop owners immediately start shooting the military people as well. Didn't, didn't one of the, as they pulled up, didn't the, uh, the terrorists shoot one of the no. people? No. I thought they did. They, I don't I'm think they did. I'm pretty sure they, they I started they, firing first. Yeah, they, we'll they have, pulled up and I'm pretty, well, I can bring it up. We'll have to go back to the tape, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that I remember it being that they didn't fire. They were about to start shooting on. them and Chuck, Chuck just started, and then immediately they were like, oh, kill yeah. the army guys no, instead I, I of this random person. I thought they killed someone and they all started screaming because the reporter's there. She's like, what are you doing? And then that's when he pulls up and he's like, Matt Hontor saved the day. Mini Uzi. Uzi. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm, I'm okay to be wrong, but that one. Yeah, we, okay. we'll, we'll have a look. When we'll, we'll go back to the tape on that one. I'll show you uh, after I show you blanket, blanket, penis hands. <laughs> <laughs> we went back and watched the scene and Matt Hunter, Carlos Norris, does in fact shoot first, blowing some uniformed people away with his dual micro Uzis. But amongst the screams and confusion of the civilians, the disguised bad guys do shoot a couple of shopkeepers, and from there on, the crowd is on the side of Matt Hunter. So we were both right. Go team correctness. Anything else? No. no spoilers? Wait, you know what's happening. Spoilers. You know what's going down. You know bad guy's going to lose, bad, yeah, good guy's going to win. But I will say that it ended... Well, spoiler warning. The way that it ended, I mean literally how it ended, Hunter kills Rostov. The end. Credits roll. <laughs> no, 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 hero, no hero shot. No him talking to the to the um, freaking reporters going. Will America will always fight the terror? No big speeches. Just bang. Yep, my job's done. I feel, don't know. I feel like what, what I feel like that final explosion where the, the window blew out. Yeah. They must have actually had like a dummy or something in there wearing clothes because I feel yeah. like when it was exploding, you also saw like material yeah. and stuff going to be like that's the bit of him that's blowing up too. And yeah. Like, Hey. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's not just glass blowing out. I, I will also point out that because I'm a trivia reader, uh, I, there was one nerd in there going, actually, in the final scene with uh, Hunter versus Rashkov, that type of uh, rocket propelled grenade only activates at the 3D feet and they're clearly under 3D feet, so it probably only would have just gone straight through him without exploding. <laughs> Thanks. It's a movie, friend. I much prefer the explosion. Yeah. <laughs> instead, instead of just... Oh, my middle. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's uh, it. That's it. Movie for next week, Mike. Your pick. Uh, my movie for next week is Lucky Number Slevin. Yeah, shit title, I know. But we'll see how it goes. It's actually not a bad title. Really? really? I love that title. I, love I think it's title. very cringy. I think it's just... It's also known as uh, The Wrong Guy. The Wrong Guy? The Wrong Man. The Wrong Man. Oh, it depends. I think it's... Because it, it's based on the line because he goes, you've got the wrong guy. Yeah, I'm not sure it's the wrong guy. Anyway. Lucky number 11 next week. Yep. And that's the end of the episode, folks. If there's anything you'd like to hear more of, hear less of, or maybe you have a movie recommendation for us, let us know on Facebook because that's pretty much our primary way that you can contact us. Bye-bye now. <laughs>